Welcome to Living Brightly. I'm your host, Paige Schmidt. This podcast is dedicated to women who aspire to co-create a bright and purposeful life with God. Here, we'll have conversations and share stories about what it means to live brightly as women who are unconditionally loved by God. So let's dive right in and embark on this transformative journey together. Hello and welcome to another episode. Happy day after Christmas and almost New Year. It's almost 2024. So I thought now would be such a fun time to talk about word of the year, choosing a word of the year for 2024. If you've never done this before, this is just a fun way to set a simple intention for your year. I don't think there's any magic in choosing a word for the year. Although I do say leave room for miracles. And so sometimes I think like choosing a word for the year, we can look back every time and see how that word has showed up. And sometimes in unexpected ways. I remember the year that my mom got diagnosed with cancer in 2016. My word for the year was joy. So you would not think that someone you love so deeply getting diagnosed with cancer matches with joy. However, at the very end of the year, when I was reflecting back, I could see so many moments of cultivating deep joy throughout such a hard year. And so that word was still so meaningful to me. And I was so thankful for it and so thankful for the intention to have it during such a hard year. My word for 2023, I actually chose two this year because I couldn't decide and they were two R words. So it just felt fitting to choose both. They were rejoice and renewal. And they were perfect words for the year. As I look back over the year, I'm like, this has been such a year of renewal. This is the year that I invited God front and center into my business. He is here with us. He is in coaching. He's in Live Brightly. He is at the center of my business and helping women to move closer to God and have God be the one transforming your life from the inside out is my intention now. And that I get to be a part of that through offering the service of coaching, whether through group or one-on-one services. And so that is renewal to me, renewing my mind with scripture, renewing my mind with this beautiful group of other women in Live Brightly, coming together, having amazing conversations about how we can trust God more, how we can practice more contentment, how we can cultivate more peace in our lives, how we can show up in our relationships with more love having more joy, all of these things and doing this with God at the center has felt so special. And then the word rejoice, I am like deeply rejoicing. I mean, my word for the year of 2024 is contentment. And when I looked up the definition of contentment, it means a state of happiness and satisfaction. And I am feeling that so deeply right now. And so of course I am rejoicing over what this year has been for us personally. We moved from California to Northwest Arkansas. This move has seriously been everything that we wanted and more. It has felt like such an easy transition to adjust, to be here, to feel at home in our new home. Sayla is loving her school. We're grateful for our friends that we have here. They've been longtime friends that also moved here as well. So it's been so fun to be with them. 
We're feeling grateful for our neighbors, for our church, for how easily Sela is doing at church drop-off, which has not always been the case. So I am feeling so grateful for those things. I'm feeling a deep sense of contentment in that what I want to have in my life is what I have in my life right now. And so just trying to soak that in to practice gratitude for it. I think so often in life, we, or at least I can have things on the future that I'm moving toward. And I think that's wonderful. I think that's beautiful. I am certainly a future focused person and I love thinking about what I want to create and cultivate next and then stepping into that. And I love that. I think God gave me that part of my personality. And so I love that. I rejoice in that. I'm celebrating that. And I think it's so powerful to when you're in a season where you feel like I have so many things that I once wanted, I think it's wise to slow down and stop and appreciate that and soak it in and to find joy in those things. A phrase that I have been loving lately is to learn to love what must be done. And so I think about what are the things that must be done in life? And they are things like the dishes and laundry and like raking the 100,000 million leaves that we have in our backyard. And I can certainly outsource those things and hire other people to do them. But I am in a season where I don't want to do that. I want to get my hands in my home, in my yard, in the dishes, in the laundry. And I want to cultivate a sense of deep gratitude that I get to do the dishes for a family that I love and that I get to put little tiny pieces of laundry away for this two and a half year old that I have and love and have so much joy in and that I get to have a home where I can rake the leaves in the backyard and do it with our neighbors and be in community with others. And I can't even tell you the sense of satisfaction that I am getting from doing these things, getting my hands in my home, in the cooking. There was actually a social media post that I read two years ago about a woman who left new age practices and found Christ and became a Christian. And her post talked about the satisfaction that she had been finding in getting her own hands in her home and in her laundry and taking pride in those things, like appreciating it and having that get to mentality. And that is probably the only post that I could say to you that I remember seeing in the last two years. I'll bet anything that you were scrolling social media last night, and you may or may not remember all the posts that you saw, right? But every once in a while, there's like something that you read that speaks to you and sticks out to you and just stays with you and you just cannot forget it. And that was one of those posts for me. And so I'm remembering that and bringing it into my life now. Having that grateful mindset to get my own hands into my home and to literally, when I'm doing the dishes, feel the warm water, enjoy putting the soap on the sponge and washing dishes and getting to cook for my family and all the things that I get to do, I am getting more satisfaction from this mindset than maybe any other thing that I've ever like strived for. (laughs) Truly, like stepping out of a place of striving and consuming and needing more and what's the next goal and what thing should I do and what should I focus on and um, self-improvement and all the things and just like appreciating 
what I have right now, appreciating what God has given me right now. And of course, that's easy to say. We just moved. We had like this fun, great, big, exciting adventure in a move. We're feeling happy about that. We just bought a new home. I'm feeling grateful for that. So there is an element of like, well, of course, that's easy to say. Like, you're, you're happy. You just had all these exciting life changes. Sometimes life is much harder than that. And I certainly get that and acknowledge that and have lived that. And I am soaking in how good things are feeling right now. And I don't want to miss these things. I think for many of us, we can go through a season of life where we do have so many of the things that we once prayed for, that we once wanted. But because our minds are so focused on what's next and what we should achieve next, what we should do next, what we should get next, we miss the opportunity that is here right now to enjoy what we already have. Like enjoy making a cup of coffee in the exact kitchen that you have right now. Or to enjoy folding laundry for yourself or for your family to enjoy what you have right now. And I can't tell you enough what a deep sense of satisfaction that is giving me in my life that is beyond anything else that I could ever strive for. And so sometimes when you you do things and you practice something and you see the results of it and you're like, this is really rewarding. This is amounting to me feeling really good, really emotionally healthy. It's amounting to me feeling so much more joy and love and peace in my life. Sometimes you've just got to pause and acknowledge what that thing is that you're doing and just say and claim like, this is working. I should probably keep doing more of this. Praying for things, submitting things to God in prayer, desiring and asking for his purposes over my desires, practicing gratitude for the things that I have, enjoying getting my hands in my home, like all these different little things that I'm being intentional about. I think it's wise to pause and say, these things are amounting to so much goodness. They're amounting to me feeling so much joy in my heart right now. These are the things that I want to keep doing, right? Doesn't that make sense? So do you have things right now or have you had things in the past that have brought you that deep sense of happiness and satisfaction? And what were those things and how can you implement them into your life right now in a way that works for you right now in this season of your life? It might not look exactly like it looked before. And I think that's part of finding happiness and finding joy is letting go of the way things used to look in your life and embracing them for what they are now. Before I had Selah, I used to wake up every single morning and pour myself a cup of coffee and have quiet time. I'm sure it wasn't 100% of the time, but as my memory serves me, it was like a very regular habit. Now that I have her, I do so many different things in the mornings. There's some mornings like when I'm taking her to preschool that I wake up and the first thing that I do is shower and make a cup of coffee and get ready for the day so that I can be ready to take her and drop her off and come home and work. There are other mornings where we're having a slow morning at home. And so I just sleep in and I pour a cup of coffee and I wake up slow with her. Then there are mornings where I wake up and I'm intentional about I want to wake up tomorrow 
and have a cup of coffee, open my Bible and journal, but it's not every single day. And that's okay. That's what's working for me right now. And again, looking at the result of it is mounting in that letting go of old routine and embracing what's new and what's working now is resulting in peace and joy and contentment and deep satisfaction. And so I'm going to stay true to those things. <laughs> there, there's some good evidence right now for me that these things are working. So what are the things for you that give you good evidence of what is working and what is leading you to more health, to more joy, to more peace, to more love in your life? And aren't those the things that are like so worth living for the things that help you to create, to have your bright and purposeful life, which is what I love talking about here. So Word of the year. I know that I'm going to look back at the end of this year and be able to reflect on how special and how powerful it was to choose the word contentment. And I'm going to see how that shows up through all the highs and lows throughout the entire year. So for you, what is one word that is lighting you up that when you hear it, you're like, this just speaks to me? Is it love? Is it joy? Is it peace? Is it patience? Is it growth? Is it happiness? Is it laughter? Is it lightness? Is it freedom? What is a word that speaks to how you want to feel through all the highs and lows? None of us are going to have a perfect year. We're going to go through really wonderful things and probably some hard things. And we can hold these words. They're, they're a word that you want to carry with you through all the highs and the lows. So whether I go through something wonderful and something to be excited about, or I go through something hard that is really challenging, what do I want to carry with me? Do I want to be calm? Do I want to be present, maybe intentional or content? Whatever it is, what is a word that conveys for you how you want to feel in 2024? If you are choosing a word, I would love to hear your word. Send me an email, page at pageschmidt.com, or send me a direct message on Instagram or leave a comment on a post and tell me what your word is for 2024. I would absolutely love to hear. I love and live brightly. Towards the end of the year, we always do calls in my group program. Last year it was aligned coaching. Now this year it's live brightly. We always do a call where we're reflecting on the new year and the things that we want to be intentional about in the new year, reflecting on the past year, what was good, what was hard, what we learned, how we want to show up next and where we want to go moving forward. And I think it's so fun to have all the members share their words because I remember them a year later and can go back and check in with them and say like, hey, how how did this word show up for you this year? And it's so fun to come back a year later and to do that together. So if you're looking for a space to come and live brightly, to co-create your bright and purposeful life with God, please come join us in Live Brightly where we are removing ourselves from the center of our universe and we're inviting God in and we're moving closer into a deeper relationship with him and we are asking him to make us into the women that he created us to be, to transform us from the inside out. I heard something recently from John Ortberg, and I'm going to completely butcher it as a quote, but we talked about it in Live Brightly in our very last call. And it was that God didn't come to create 
the outside of your life the way that you want it to be and to match all your desires. And this is literally, I'm completely butchering the quote. I'm like paraphrasing it. So don't quote John Ortberg based on what I'm saying. But he came to transform your inner world and transform your inner life into who he made you to be and who he desires you to be. And so another thing we talked about on our last call was desiring his purposes over our desires, because sometimes we can't understand why God is doing something. But when we can trust and exchange our desires for his purposes, it makes it a little bit easier to go through all the ups and downs of life to say, I don't know what you're doing. This doesn't make any sense to me. This is not my desire right now, but I am trusting that you are accomplishing your purposes through my life right now, through my circumstances, through my experiences, and I am just asking you to be with me and give me peace through all of that. Give me joy in all of that. Help me to show up and help me to stay close to you so that I can feel your presence and I can feel accompanied by you and carried by you. Help me get through this season, right? And we can do that with him and we can trust in his purposes and it makes it just a little bit easier to go through all the ups and downs of life. So, I think that's what I have to share with you right now, our last episode for 2023, as we're talking about our word of the year and just some other reflections. And so I just want to say thank you so much for being with me this year as my brand shifted from aligned coaching into live brightly and here on the podcast with living brightly and bringing God into the center of my work. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for your openness with me, your curiosity. Thank you to all of you who have joined Live Brightly. Thank you to all of you who are doing one-on-one coaching with me. I literally love you so much and I'm so grateful for each of you every single day. And I'm so grateful that I get to do work that I love. I'm so grateful that... I now get to talk so freely and openly about a relationship with Jesus and my love for him. And I get to share that with all of you and that you're here, that you're open, you're supportive. We're having conversations about this. It's been so special. It has easily been my favorite year of business ever. And I feel so grateful and I cannot wait for 2024 and to see what that year brings and to experience contentment in all of it. So Thank you so much. Sending you all so much love and I'll see you in the new year for another episode. Thanks for tuning in. If you desire support and community in your journey to living your bright life, come join us in Live Brightly, a transformative space that combines coaching and community specifically designed for women who are ready to co-create a bright and purposeful life with God. Together, we'll explore the depths of his love and uncover the radiant potential within you. Don't miss out on this incredible opportunity to live a life that lights up the world around you. Join Live Brightly today at pageschmidt.com forward slash live brightly. We'll see you there.